It is not unforgivable to confuse appetizers for hors d'oeuvres. In our world, the two terms seem almost interchangeable. However, they absolutely are not the same thing. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food and Five, and today we're looking into the brief history of hors d'oeuvres. An appetizer is the start of a meal. It is the first course within the larger framework of a multi-course meal, and it fits within those confines. Hors d'oeuvres, while often served before the meal, are outside the course structure. The term hors d'oeuvre translates from French to mean outside work, and essentially what that means is that hors d'oeuvres are outside the form of the regular meal. In a multi-course meal, each individual course stands alone as a unique dish. However, there is usually a flow to these dishes. They are not just randomly plucked from thin air and put on a menu one after the other. There is a plan. It is a journey. Each course, ideally, is a piece of the puzzle that you can't see until the final bite of the final plate has been taken. Hors d'oeuvres, on the other hand, do not have to have the same connection to the meal that an appetizer does. In fact, it's generally uh, an unwritten rule that they have no connection to the meal and they give no hints as to what the meal will be. They are generally served prior to the meal to whet the appetite and excite the palate. They may also be served in abundance at a cocktail party without a set meal preceding them. Hors d'oeuvres are small pieces of food usually eaten in one bite without the need for cutlery. There are no limitations other than size as to what an hors d'oeuvre can be. There is one other word that gets confused with hors d'oeuvres and I think it's important to point it out. A canapé is a type of hors d'oeuvre. It is essentially a small open-faced sandwich. This is a very common type of hors d'oeuvre. And though it is an hors d'oeuvre and it is a common type of hors d'oeuvre, not all hors d'oeuvres are canapes, just the small open-faced sandwich ones. Okay, now that we have a clear understanding of what an hors d'oeuvre is, where did they come from? Well, no one really knows. A lot of cultures have their own version of hors d'oeuvres. The Italians have antipasto, the Lebanese have meza, the Russians have zazuska, and the Swedish have the, you know, ever-famous smorgasbord. These are all names for basically the same thing. It's the thing that the French call hors d'oeuvres. There are some people who believe that the custom started in Russia with small bites of fish and caviar. Some people believe the custom began in China. Other things the Romans uh, or the Greeks started it. Honestly, no one really knows. Personally, I don't think anyone really invented the idea. I think that it is a natural evolution of eating. In ancient Egypt, Rome, Greece, and likely other places, it was very common to eat meals, uh, or excuse me, for meals to be composed of small bites of food as opposed to one large meal. They would nibble on fruits, nuts, olives, vegetables, breads, oils, vinegars, and even bits of meat, and eventually someone just decided to have a larger meal afterwards. So to answer the question about where hors d'oeuvres come from is really both easy and difficult. They come from both everywhere and nowhere. Does that make sense? Probably not. Although most ancient cultures had small bites of food, it was really the French that elevated the hors d'oeuvre to an art form. During the Middle Ages, the courses of a large French meal would be broken up by entremets. The entremets uh, were originally like short plays, musical performances, and other brief entertaining things. Sometimes small elaborate bits of food would be served and eventually these small pieces of food made their way to the pre-meal celebrations, which is where they remain to this day. And there you have it. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been a brief history of hors d'oeuvres.
You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast and you can tell your friends about it. And before I go, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who listens to this podcast. I really appreciate it. And, you know, together, you and I just got voted the ninth best chef's podcast in the world by uh, Blog Feed. Blog Feed? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Feedspot. I think it's called Feedspot.com, which I think is a huge deal. And, uh, you know, it's not just me. It's it's you and, my, and me that are doing this. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, yeah. I hope that you have a fantastic Tuesday. And I'll be back tomorrow uh, where we will finish our five-part series about the mother sauces. Uh, tomorrow is Espagnon which is the final mother sauce in in classic French cuisine. So I'll see you then. Have a great Tuesday. I'll talk to you soon.